Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. I wanted to take a few moments to log on, uh, fellowship with you guys. I want to talk to you today about a new kind of demon and how to begin the process of upgrading your deliverance forms. Now, this particular press scope is uh, geared towards those who actually do deliverance and use deliverance forms. All right. And I want to talk to you about the power of a deliverance form as opposed to just freestyling it um, in deliverance sessions. All right. So to be able to minister to a more core demographic as opposed to uh, breaking away from the generalization of deliverance and really effectively uh, conducting deliverance on unique cases. All right, so let's jump into this thing. Love you guys. My name is Alexander Pagani, lead pastor of Amazing Church, located here in the Bronx, New York City. Amen. All right, deliverance forms. Let me be the first to admit this. We use a deliverance form. I believe in deliverance forms. Uh, I believe in uh, getting as much information as you can from the person that's looking to get set free. Uh, so that way you as a deliverance worker are not guessing your way through surgery. Can somebody say amen? Don't guess your way through someone's surgery. All right. Now let me show, share with you the power of a deliverance form. Number one, it's no different than when you go to a clinic. When you go to a brand new clinic to go see a new doctor, as per your uh, health and medical insurance, what does the doctor actually do? What does the clinic actually give you first? After uh, getting your name and beginning to open a, a folder and a new a new client uh, folder on you, they hand you what is called a uh, they hand you what is called a history uh, uh, a page where they want to know your medical history. And the reason, the reason for the medical history sheet is because even though you came in looking for relief in a particular area, the doctor or the doctors or the nurse want to look for a pattern. What they are doing is looking for a pattern to find, uh, to find the potential root cause of a problem, of what could be what's causing your problem so that way they can help you determine uh, where the source is coming from um, and therefore bring you some resolve. Now here, here is what you need uh, and here is when you know that you're dealing with a good deliverance ministry is this. They're trying to help you not come back. 
That's my ultimate goal, that I could help you one time and you would never have to have the need to come back. Why? Because I help you find the route and then you can go on and help yourself. Did you catch what I just said? All right. Now, what the deliverance form does is it allows the deliverance worker who's been skilled, who's been trained to look for a pattern. That pattern will reveal a network. The network will reveal a particular group of demon, uh, demon spirits or a, uh, a curse that could be being, uh, passed down in the bloodline. So that way they can be able to scratch off on the rest of the list what probably is not really the cause of a problem, but rather uh, the consequence of or symptoms of a problem and really get to the one or two, maybe three or four, five things that could be at network together, um, causing this one thing. Now I use that. I use a deliverance form. Now, um, I remember one time someone who never understood the concept of a deliverance form thought I was uh, scamming the people because I was doing deliverance through the deliverance form and they thought I was being one of those like fake prophets that gets information from people on a prayer card and that I was using it. And I was like, and this person really went on a campaign to try to try to expose me as I was some kind of fraud. And I'm, I'm saying, how could I be a, how, how, how was I frauding people if I'm telling them fill out the form? We're using the form for your deliverance. But that goes to show you the ignorance, the ignorance sometimes of people's zeal and desire to want to expose people or just flat out the ministry of deliverance is lacking so much uh, that uh, they don't understand the dynamics. But the truth of the matter is this is the form is designed to help us look for a pattern. When we find a pattern, we target the root. When you target the root, you bypass a lot of time trying to find the root and you go right to the source. You go right to the source, therefore cutting down the deliverance session from two to three hours to actually like about 20 minutes. Did you catch what I just said? Now, um, once... Once the root has been uh, discovered or unveiled or uncovered, you find that you have a systematic uh, strategy in place uh, to be able to uh, to be able to help them bring some sort of resolve and closure uh, to the internal um, and external conflict, uh, whether it's demonic, uh, whether it's economical, social, or even whether it's biological. Sometimes the deliverance form will let you know that this person's problem is not a demon, but actually there is some sort of chemical imbalance going on there that requires a medical professional help as opposed to spiritual one. I do it all the time. I do it frequently. I refer people and tell them this ain't a demon you need to go see a doctor and then come back and see me and if the doctor can't help you then this might be this might be a demon all right now okay now watch this all right so once uh, the deliverance form has been used um, you're able to help people but here is where things at least for me has been changing is the deliverance form is not a cookie cutter formula to help everybody I am learning that and I have been learning that within the last couple of months as I've traveled the globe. I just recently came back from Southern California. Um, I was, uh, um, I'm headed to Atlanta. I'm headed to Virginia. And here's what I have found is, is, is that a particular demographic or group of people have a system or culture of what makes them operate and what works for the East Coast might not necessarily work 
for the West Coast. Let me give you an example. When you go further south or when you go to the Bible Belt or when you're headed further south or down south, the people are more hospitable. The people are more friendlier. The people are more receptive. When you get to a more northeast, uh, extreme northeast New York City, the people are not hospitable. People are hard hearted. People, they don't, if they don't know you, they don't talk to you. Uh, it's, it's very, 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 very different. If you go out West, um, because there is a, a more of a gang uh, lifestyle out West um, or West Coast, it's very different. The New Yorker, if you tell them to do something, they'll just look at you and be like, I'm, I'm not doing that. But for the West Coast, you tell them to jump, they say how high. Why? Because they've already been trained uh, to be more instructional because of the high, heavy demographic of gang activity uh, that's out there. New York, in New York City, gang, being in a gang is not cool. But when you head out more to the Midwest or West Coast, uh, gang, uh, gang lifestyle is actually part of the culture. So uh, you got a lot of soldier militant out West. They are very, they are very militant, which means you tell me what to do. I'm going to do it. You know, in New York, it's not like that. In New York, they're very self-centered, individualistic. So it's very, very different. So here's what I have learned. Here's what I have learned. That there is, uh, or there needs to be, a more targeted, specific uh, deliverance form that is tailor-made to your core demographic of where your deliverance ministry uh, is located. And right now, believe it or not, I am working on a new deliverance form uh, specifically uh, for the Northeast or at least the New York uh, tri-state area where there are a bunch of other type of generational curses that might not be prevalent. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because Jesus said, Jesus said, and I taught this in my church uh, last week and the Holy Spirit descended on our Bible study. So what I did was I made my sons and daughters and the family and friends and visitors who were at the Bible study, we gave them index cards or rather we told them, get a piece of paper out and I want you to write down seven, seven, uh, seven unique things uh, that you feel that you say or do that you know probably is not pleasing or could be a demon and I don't want you to be traditional with it. I don't want you to say envy and greed. I want you to be more tailor-made. Let me give you an example of what I mean. Um, in New York City, uh, we have a phrase here like when we don't care about something, we go, we say this, man, whatever, man, whatever, like whatever, it's whatever. Um, that is like uh, the Italian word, forget about it. Whatever for us means a million things. But at the core root of that, man, whatever, man, like man, whatever, uh, it really means I don't care. It just means I don't care. I could care less what happens to you. Whatever, man. You know, um, so I wrote that there. I actually wrote that uh, on here. Uh, I don't care. And I put in parentheses, whatever, which means that is a demon. That could potentially be a demon that makes us uh, makes us uh, think uh, you know, think like that. Now, out here, here's another demon that was just revealed uh, to our church about two months ago uh, called angry motherhood. That was revealed to one of the young ladies uh, in my church. And immediately there was a manifestation. Uh, 
You know, so uh, I wrote that down. I have it here as a number one. I added this to our deliverance form because angry motherhood means you had children at a very early, early, early age. My mom had me when she, my mother had me when she was 15. Uh, true story. You know what I'm saying? And this is a long, 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 early 70s. Uh, so the truth of the matter is uh, what happens is angry motherhood is you had children at an early age. Now, you love your babies. You love your children. But. Having children at an early age took the direction of your life in a whole different course. And here you are at the latter end of your life. And there's this sense of angry, this anger of my life could have been a lot more different had I not had these babies. Now, if you really analyze it, a lot of a lot of the women who express a lot of anger towards their children, it's really angry motherhood, they, which means they're happy, but then at the same time, they're angry. They're angry because this is where they're at at life, forced to be on rent control, forced to be on Section 8, uh, forced to be on low income, whatever the case may be. All right, now, crazy enough, this type of demon might not be prevalent in a much more civilized or suburban type of area. Now, I'm not saying uh, early motherhood doesn't happen in suburban, let's say, white areas. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It actually does happen. But it is an epidemic amongst metropolitan inner city uh, Latinos and black communities. So that is a specialized uh, type of uh, uh, a type of demon. Now, I have here also unapproachable, unapproachable, uh, which means, you know, there's a lot of people in the hood, like you can't, you literally can't approach them. Like they carry this aura of your back up off me. I don't want to talk to you. Don't talk to me. I don't talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Like that is prevalent, you know, in a lot of, you know, inner city, uh, you know, inner city upbringing, uh, meaning that uh, we've been left to fend off uh, to a survivalist mentality. So there is no uh, care about relationships and community. Uh, let me give you an example of this. Let me just go even a step further of this. You know, I grew up in the streets of the South Bronx, you know, um, and I'm just going to be very, 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 very honest with you. And I've been very honest about about this and don't misunderstand what I'm about to say but the truth of the matter is I don't really I'm not needy of a spiritual father do you see what I'm saying I'm not I, I don't my character's not built to like be that needy type of I need a spiritual father type of uh like you know I don't I don't go through that you know what I'm saying like you could tell I don't go through that like I don't have that need I genuinely honestly don't care uh now, I do have one. Uh, I do believe in spiritual father, but my character is not built to care. Like, I don't walk around saying I need a dad. I need a dad. I, you know, I got a dad now. My, my family bought me this shirt. But by nature, you know, I don't have that need. I don't sit in my house struggling to make decisions because I don't have one. I don't go through that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's never been my... That's never been my thing. Now, uh, if that's your thing, amen. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, that everybody is different. So when people throughout my Christian experience would say every young man has a hole in their heart in desperate need of a father figure looking, that was not me. That, that, that's not me. That's genuinely, it's, it's not me. You know what I'm saying? I have never grew up saying I'm acting out because I never had nobody in my life. Like, uh, you know, when I see others going through that, I'm like, whatever, man, like whatever floats your boat, man. Like, do you, do you see? Uh, do you see what I'm saying? But nevertheless, 
it's a need for some people. You see what I'm saying? So, um, uh, the, the need for, uh, upgrading the deliverance form, um, and having, uh, the, uh, the mindset, uh, to, uh, allow the Holy Spirit to personalize the deliverance form is an absolute necessity. Now I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Now, I'm, now let me just backtrack. I'm not against spiritual father. I am a spiritual father. I'm a good father to my spiritual kids and my biological kids, you know, and the kingdom authentic model is fatherhood. All right. So I believe in that. Just me by nature. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is, man. Like, I don't go through that. You know what I'm saying? Never have. You know? Okay, so watch this. If you don't upgrade, and then I'm winding down to the end of this. Um, if you don't, uh, if, if you don't, uh, allow the Holy Spirit to upgrade, uh, your deliverance form and your mindset to understand that every different, every area has a particular, a demographic core demonic generational curses that could be there. You're going to go through what the disciples went through. And it was this. They couldn't cast the spirit out, out of the epileptic boy. They couldn't cast it out. You see what I'm saying? They genuinely couldn't cast it out. So much so that the father was arguing with them. And when Jesus came down the mountain, uh, he helped, uh, he helped, he helped, uh, the, uh, the, the, the young boy get delivered. And then the disciples said to him and said, why couldn't we cast them out? And Jesus said something that I actually have it written here. Hopefully you can see it. I have it now on my deliverance form. I put this kind of sin. And I wrote that as a category because why Jesus said, this kind doesn't come out, uh, but by, uh, prayer and fasting. Uh, what I have found is that you need to begin to personalize, uh, you need to begin to personalize a specific group of demons. Your, your demons or the curses in your city are different than the curses in our city. No way around it. And the curses in our city are different than the curses in Chicago. Do you see what I'm saying? Very, very different in Chicago than it is to South Florida. And you need to begin to identify that there are a specific group uh, outlined to help uh, or rather to keep the people that live in your city in bondage. Okay, so with that being said, uh, you need to allow the Holy Spirit to begin to reveal. And if you're a deliverance ministry, you need to begin to uh, take some time uh, to write down. Uh, write down this kind of demon. Now, what do I mean by that? Jesus told the disciples, uh, the reason why it wasn't working for you is because this particular kind doesn't come out but by prayer and fasting. Now, what does that mean? There could be a whole plethora of a bunch of uh, reasons as to why Jesus said that, but I'm going to tell you one, which means this particular kind requires a different strategy and you were using an older strategy or what worked on someone else to try to work on this one, and it's not going to work, all right, and that has happened to me, that has happened to me, I have uh, been a stickler for my deliverance form, I have been a stickler for a cookie cutter formula for deliverance, and I've went into regions, and there have been, been times that I couldn't help people, and I'm like, man, well, what's going on here, and that's because the demons assigned to that area were very different than the demons that I'm normally accustomed to dealing with, all right, so uh, what am I saying with this is, you need to take some time to begin to identify. We're going to do it right now.
Because I need your help, which is another reason why I'm on. I'm in the process of updating our deliverance form, and I want to hear from you. Somebody wrote racist. Yes, I just wrote racist. I just wrote racist uh, on uh, on my deliverance form as under generational curses. All right, because I believe racism is a generational curse. People aren't born racist. That thing is given to them, handed down to them through the bloodline. All right. Now, what I want you to do right now is um, I want you and I don't mean like marijuana demons that that's that's still being generic. I'm talking about tailor made things that you know that either you have said or uh, let me let me give you another one. Uh, I'm going to do me. Let me give you let me give you an example of that. Here's a demon. You know, I'm going to do me, man. I'm I'm, I'm going to do me. Uh, That's that's literally a, a. an area within selfishness or narcissism. When I say, I'm going to do me, man. I don't care what nobody says. I'm, I'm going to do me. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about uh, um, uh, particular names. Now, the third reason why we have to upgrade this, and here's what I've learned, is when you're doing deliverance, listen to me, more than anything, uh, when you're doing deliverance in a particular And I hate to say this. I hate to say this because it does sound like I'm typecasting and I'm stereotypically uh, molding everyone to the same. But when you're dealing with an inner city, and forgive me, y'all, catch what I'm trying to say. Don't get literal uh, at what I'm saying. But when you're dealing with people in the inner city, there isn't a lot of education going on there. So when you write out things like apathy and when someone wrote passivity... I'm going to be honest with you, man. A lot of the people in the Bronx who didn't grow up, you know, with a very high academic uh, experience, they don't even know what apathy means. They're going to skip right over that. They have no idea. And this has happened to me, y'all. When I'm dealing with the hood, when I'm dealing with the hood dudes from the corner and I give them a deliverance form, half the form doesn't even get filled out because they have no idea. What these big words mean, envy, you know, passivity, you know, uh, I don't know what that is. I'm going to keep going. Um, So what I mean is, like what I said, I'm going to do me. That is prevalent in the hood. I mean, I don't care about nobody else. I'm going to do me, man. That's a demon. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh, That's what I want you to do right now. Those of you that are watching me is because I need your help. I want you to help me. I want you to help me form this list. I got a lot of stuff in there and I'm, I'm redefining it. I'm redefining it. Uh, I want you right now, whatever the Holy Spirit, I want you to ask the Holy Spirit, uh, to give it to you right now. And I want you to write it. Like I'm going to add here. What I didn't add here was domestic violence. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if I can't have you, nobody can. I'm going to add that in there. Do you see what I'm saying? So if I say domestic violence, the average hood dude that never been to school don't know what that means. They just see violence. They don't know that this means beating on your girlfriend. Do you see what I'm saying? That could easily be found in, uh, in if I can't have you, nobody going to have you. See, so I have to, in our deliverance form, I have to define these particular demons with statements. So I need your help. I want you to begin... Uh, to write things down. See, somebody wrote it. I'm going to get mine. Oh, love it. I want you to write it in the chat room. I want you to write it in the chat room. 
Uh, I want you to write it in the chat room. Whatever comes to your mind, Holy Spirit, I want you to give my friends that are watching right now ideas. Give them inspiration. And as they write it, as they write it, as they throw it in there, Father, uh, I want you to put it on their heart to share it so that way we could, uh, we could, uh, write it. See, someone wrote that. I don't know. That's a big one. I actually have that here, but I wasn't sure if I was going to add it. That I don't know. I get that a lot. I get that a lot with people, uh, especially when they get saved and I, and I try to tell them, okay, why don't you, why don't you do this? The first thing they say is, I don't know how to do that. I don't know. I don't know. And here's what I have found. Uh, they really don't know how to do it. And I used to get mad years ago saying they don't want to do it. I have found out that this generation, they genuinely don't know how to do it uh, because no one has taken uh, the time to help them learn how to do it. The other day I was uh, talking with someone in the church and I told them to turn on the lights of the church, you know, uh, and they looked at me and they said in my ear, Pastor, I don't know how to turn on the lights of the church. I don't even know where the light switch is, you know, and I, I lovingly showed them, but I caught a revelation. I caught a revelation that people are getting saved. They're joining our churches and we're assuming that they know things, simple things. They don't know. They don't know. So what I want you to do is I want you to write it in the chat room and I'm going to revisit this. You know, uh, I'm going to revisit this. Uh, a little bit later, and I'm going to include this, uh, in my, uh, in my list. Someone wrote, I'm going to stay out of it. Love it. Love that one. Uh, you don't get it or understand. All right. I'm human. Nobody's perfect. Love it. I love it. Come on. Keep them coming. Get personal. Get real deep. Uh, say, I want you to write something that makes you cringe when you hear people say it and go, ah, oh, when they say that something inside me says that, uh, Someone wrote procrastinating. I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of people in the hood don't even know what procrastinating means. I'm just going to be honest with you. A lot of people in the hood have no idea what procrastinating means. All right. So keep them coming, guys. Keep them coming. What we're going to do is we're going to identify another class of demons. And I'm going to stay on for another five minutes and then I'm going to log on. Uh, whatever happens in this house stays in this house. Amen. I'll never get hurt again. Amen. Keep your circle small. Love it. Love it. This is what I'm talking about. Church hurt. Woo. Loving it. Uh, no one gets me. Oh, you are working. They don't care. All right. God uh, knows my heart. Okay. Someone wrote, uh, I don't feel like, I don't feel like it. Woo. Come on. Old Hispanic mother. <laughs> I'm not going to write that. All right. I'm not going to write that. Uh, racism trying to hold me back. Uh, all right. Keep it, keep it moving. Whatever, man. Love it. Love it. Love it. Keep it coming. Uh, I'll accept it, so I'm not surprised. Uh, the pastor is just a man like me. Uh, it's your fault. Oh, I'm loving, I'm loving this, you guys. Superstition. Woo! Come on, we got about four minutes left. All right, adolescent rebellion. Mmm, love it, love it, love it. I'm used to being treated this way. I'm gonna get mine. I love it. Keep it coming, guys. I ain't trying to hear all that. Love it, love it, love it. I'm not going there with you. Love people, but nobody, I love people, but nobody loves me. Love it. I stay away because everybody's always talking about me. Bad things always happen to me. Come on, keep them coming. Keep them coming to each his own. 
Amen. Don't judge me. Intimidating remarks to keep people at a distance. Love it. Intimidating. Intimidation. Love it. I actually don't have that on my form. That's a, that's a good one we're going to add. Thank you, my sister. Uh, see, that's that stuff. All right. Keep going. Uh, I can't go to your church. I gotta get this shmoney. <laughs> shmoney. <laughs> that's a hood statement right there. That's, that's a hip hop statement. I wish people to leave me alone. All right. Two faced people. Two faced. People being two faced. Oh, that's good. I used to hear that growing up. All right, guys, keep them coming. Keep them coming. You heard. All right. Isolation. All right. Go deeper, guys. Go deeper. Go, go deeper. Come on. Give me some more. Give me some more. I'm actually going to use this. I'm going to revisit this. Uh, I'm going to revisit this and come in, uh, and come back, uh, to it and use some of the stuff. You only care about yourself. Okay. I'm not like those super Christians. All right, I might use that one. Compare it, comparing yourself. All right, keep them coming, guys. Love it, love it, love it, love it. We got about three minutes left. I love God, but I don't fool with them. All right, serious mistrust. Mistrust was one that came up while we was uh, uh, doing the deliverance form and betrayal. Betrayal came up. You don't know what I've been through. Good one right there. The only reason I'm saying good one right there is so that so that I can make a mental video note that I need to. Add that in the list. All right. You act too holy. Love it. Love it. Love it. Stubbornness. Give me more about stubbornness. Give me statements of stubbornness. All right. Backbiting pastor. What do you mean by that? Love that one. Love that one. Backbiting. That's a good one. All right. I'm trying to help you. I already know that. Love it. I already know that. That's good. That's good. All right. Take it anyways. Who cares? Who cares? Big one. Big one. Hard headed. Yes. Hard headed. Love it. Love it. I don't, I just don't believe that way. All right. Must be nice to have all the answers. Fake church people. Oh, I'm going to use that one, my sister. Fake church people. Oh, matter of fact, let me write that one. Uh, let me, let me, let me, uh, let me, let me write that one. Let me write that one right now. Keep them coming. Keep, keep them coming. Fake church people. Ah, love it. All right. Love it. Fake, fake church people. All right. Denominational demons. Love it. Uh, give advice, can't take none. Uh, they just now getting it. All right, can't leave the house without makeup, demon. Okay, good. That's a good one. That's a good one. Can't leave without. I don't know what you're talking about. I love that. I don't know what you're talking about. Sometimes folks be lying, saying I don't. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. They know exactly what you're talking about. I love it. All right, insanity. Good one. A uh, new word for church folk now is actors. I'm going to write that in. I'm going to write that in. I'm going to write actors. Acting. Acting. Uh, I'm going to write acting demon. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write that in there because we do that all the time. I'm even guilty of that. I'm going to be honest with you. I've been guilty of acting demon. I'll be sharing venues with preachers I know I don't like and then I know be off. You know, and uh, who, I, who I know don't even like me. You know what I'm saying? And they stay inviting me. But, you know, I'm guilty of that one. I'm guilty of that one. All right, I'll be honest and admit that. Speak the truth, shame the devil. All right, another minute and then we're done, guys. And then I think I'll get on later and we'll do this again. I'll get on tonight and do this again because I really would love, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, to hear from you guys. All right, subliminal is a good one. Keep your mouth closed. That's a good one. Shady, throwing shade. Good. Uh, Gender X, good. Don't do the white Jesus. Okay, that's a good one. All right, to each his own. All right. Amen. Do your own thing. We all are, Pastor. We all are, Pastor. All right. All right, guys. The Lord's favor 
uh, grace and blessing be upon all of you in the name of Jesus Christ. My name is Alexander Pagani. I'm the lead pastor of Amazing Church located here uh, in the South Bronx, New York City, a.k.a. He is Risen Tabernacle. I love you guys. I just logged on and let you know that there is a great need for every deliverance worker or those who are being trained in deliverance or if you feel God is calling you to deliverance to understand your territory, your location and core demographic so that way you can um you can upgrade the level of, you can upgrade the level of and the categorization of the demonic to help people get set free from personalized demons that might be uh, specifically tailor-made or for just that community as opposed to a cookie-cutter formula. All right. I love you guys. Favor be upon all of you in Jesus, in Jesus' name. Amen. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.